friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is September 23rd, 2020, and today's episode is number 24. Uh, We're excited to have you. Uh, Hopefully the quality sounds good today. I am working off a different computer at the moment, uh, but I will have my computer again tomorrow. Uh, So again, today is a daily podcast. Today is Wednesday, and today we're going to talk about millennials, Generation Z, and sustainable investing. So sustainable investing is a concept that is about not only investing in funds alone, it's about investing in funds that secure our overall well-being in the future. So we're going to talk today about uh, what to invest in and what are the steps to invest in if you're a millennial and Generation Z and you want to make a difference within our economy. And then, of course, at the end, uh, after our action steps, we're going to talk about a couple quotes that I'll leave you with about investing about investing with money. So if an impact is such a priority for the millennials and Generation Z, when it comes to global change and climate, how about investing to make a different world? Why is there not more sustainable investing today? Because traditionally, its impact investing was hard work. Historically, only wealthy customers of private banks could afford to invest. For others, sustainable investing meant assuming a very high risk or low reward. Uh, Research has uncovered that many popular sustainability funds contain companies with somewhat questionable social impact. And this is something you're going to have to kind of navigate through to determine if it's real uh, sustainability growth in investing or if it's just to make a dollar. So there are food conglomerates like Nestle, oil companies like uh, SA and some Saudi Arabia mining, that would be very considered not likely sustainable or, or socially responsible. We often find that younger generations simply just don't know how to make ethical investments. And this has been a struggle for Gen Z and millennials. You know, they mentioned that 39% of millennials say that lack of knowledge is an obstacle to investing, while even 77% of Generation Zs do not have direct experience with what is known as green investing, and a majority have never tried impact investing before. Uh, 60% of millennials stated they were skeptical, skeptical of financial markets. I mean, look, who can really blame them? When considering the the impact the financial crisis had back in the early to mid 2000s and now we're in a global pandemic it's a struggle so for millennials and generation z existing options just don't seem promising so you consider sustainability investing and overall green investing that's why we want to create a new culture of trust and accessibility uh, there was some recent research done where 
it was stated that 39% of millennials say they lack the knowledge that is needed for as an obstacle for investing. Uh, and then millennials also stated that they were skeptical of the financial market. And as mentioned, early Generation Z were even more skeptical. So there tells that tells you right there that we've got to figure out how investing can really be something of a commodity for Gen Z and millennials. But we also need to talk about the future steps of the opportunity for sustainable investing. So what could sustainable investing look like if we build the future we want? Uh, some of the trends, they paint a somewhat nice picture. Uh, and in Switzerland, sustainable investing has grown over 17% annually over the past four years. So that is good. That shows you there are some trust in the market, but that's not indicated in the U.S. so much as it is in the European countries and specifically Switzerland. Luckily, sustainable investing is on the rise at the same time as millennials are reaching a point where they have savings to invest and Generation Zs are starting to enter the workforce. So some of the things we have to do to inspire the younger investors are cater to their social and environmental values. 90% of millennials want to switch to cause-related brands, and 70% want to spend more time on ethical products. Uh, in the same content, 72% of Gen Zers uh, want ethically and racially diverse, are the most ethically and racially diverse generation. They believe that racial equality is the most important cause for businesses and governments to currently address. So this tells you what they view a socially impact. We talk about Black Lives Matter, talk about social injustice, along with all the other political activism that's currently going on. And they are at the forefront. Uh, how to integrate the favorite technologies. This is something that inspires young investors. Uh, from smartphones and tablets, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, millennials and Generation Zs are the first generation that really grew up with technology. And specifically, Generation Zs were born with their parents taping their birth. So this is paramount to their first years of, of, lively, of living. Uh, for personal finance and investing, young investors are turning to digital and mobile-first solutions such as robo-advisors, budgeting apps, cryptocurrency, and other cashless transactions. Cryptocurrency would be considered somewhat speculative, but it's in coins versus stock options and providing honest and clear communications. Uh, that is what true gens, they like to be called, also known as Gen Zs, they've earned a reputation for searching for truth and asking for power to be held accountable for their actions and also being transparent. So Generation Z want transparency, they want clear and honest communication, and this is gonna go a long way in investing in sustainable type of investments. And as we see it, Millennials and Generation Z represent the future of sustainable investing, and we want to help them build on it. More and more investors are supporting sustainable companies, 
and green initiatives by ultimately moving their money into eco-friendly stocks and banks. Even if we're not familiar with sustainable investing, if you don't know much about it, this guide will teach you how to invest and manage your money in a sustainable way while growing your wealth in the process. This, like I like to say, is sustainable investing is growing in popularity and it's a no small part of the public's increased awareness of how we view the environment, how we view the government initiatives and overall global uh, environmental concerns. Investors are also beginning to consider the effects of climate change and environmental damage and what roles that we play in part of this. So these are just the first steps of sustainability and social responsibility. So these are just ways to talk about it. So sustainable investing isn't new, but the fact the more and more investors considered a viable option for building wealth is a relatively new phenomenon. So this, some investors pick and choose which sustainable companies they wish to invest in. However, many investors are more interested in sustainable funds. Sustainable money market funds make maybe more attractive to increased investors, while past investors typically gravitate towards sustainable index funds, mutual funds, or ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds of a means of generating wealth in the long term, depending if they're risk-adverse or, 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 or willing to risk as much as possible, depending what their uh, portfolio is within diversification. So talking about eco-friendly investing, uh, generally sustainable investing refers to environmental, social, governance investing. But they have a subset of, of this eco-friendly investing, which is the process of directing investment capital towards companies that seek to combat and minimize the effects of global change and environmental destruction. Uh, obviously the benefits of this more capital is directed towards sustainable companies and incentivizes the companies and others to learn into sustainability initiatives. So the experts look at this as a great opportunity to not only make a difference, but to also invest. Some of the investment criteria have been climate change, natural resources, pollutant waste. It's just, just a few, which environmental is concerned with green building, renewable energy, and things like that. So how can we invest? There are multiple ways to manage a traditional portfolio. There are multiple ways to invest sustainably. You can either take a hands-on approach by investing in sustainable funds and specific companies by yourself, or use a hands-off approach, uh, which you can talk to an advisor or a robo-advisor. So these are some ways that you can invest. Again, it's either hands-on investing where you're utilizing your 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 robo investors or, or types or excuse me, or, you know that will help you uh, with actively participating on your own funds or utilizing a hands-off investing where you do have uh, stockbrokers or people that you can discuss. So these are some important ways of determining how you're going to invest, how you're going to be. Uh, how you're going to invest in sustainable stocks, socially responsible stocks, and uh, following your heart while typically making money. These are key. So today we've learned about 
how we can invest in sustainable markets, including energy, natural resources, renewables, and things of that nature. And then at the same time, uh, showing how we can make a difference in the world. And this is very important to millennials and Generation Z as the statistics demonstrated early on. So I would like to leave you with a couple quotes that I feel are important, along with kind of a description of why they're important. So number one, the stock market is filled with individuals who know the price of everything but the value of nothing. Again, the stock market is filled with individuals who know the price of everything but the value of nothing. And this was by Philip Fishner. This basically is another testament to the fact that investing without education and research will ultimately lead to regrettable investment decisions. Research is much more than just listening to popular opinion. And the last quote I'd like to leave you is by Robert Arnott. In investing, what is comfortable is rarely profitable. Again, in investing, what is comfortable is rarely profitable. And basically what it says here, at times you have to step out of your comfort zone to realize significant gains. Know the boundaries of your comfort zone and practice stepping out of it in small doses. It's like having a box of comfort. You need to step out of that square box sometimes. So again, I'd like to thank everybody for a great podcast. This was episode number 24 of our daily podcast. I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. And as always, I can be reached via Millennial, excuse me, Generation Z, excuse me, Gen Z and MillennialExpert.com. Again, Gen Z and MillennialExpert.com or reached via Jason at jwigginsconsulting.com. Thank you again. Uh, Stay safe, friends, and I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Thank you for your listenership and patronage. Have a great night all over the world. Take care. Bye-bye.